This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com. The Liberal government unveiled draft legislation today on doctor-assisted death, which would apply to adults suffering incurable illness or disability, but it stops short of extending to minors or the mentally ill for now. It also doesn't allow people diagnosed with conditions like dementia to make advanced requests for medical help to die. We are joined by Sarah Bennett-Fox. Sarah, your mom, Jillian, took her life two years ago after being diagnosed with dementia. Tell us about her struggle. It it was something that my mom had thought about a lot long before she uh, uh, exhibited symptoms of dementia. And she'd always said, I I always remember her being super clear that she wasn't going to just grow slowly and and, um, vegetate. And I was thinking a couple decades ago, "Hmm, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out when you actually are one of those old people, mom. Let's see how it plays out. You know, just... Because you never know, people can change their mind, and she didn't change her mind at all. She became more and more clear that that's what she wanted. Um, she thought it was somewhat ironic that um, the illness she got was dementia, because it meant that her her game plan had to be altered, and that she would ha- have to do, um, end her life sooner um, rather than later, because because she would lose the ability to remember her plan and to execute her plan. Um, She talked about it extremely openly, too openly. Um, She'd bring it up in front of anybody, grandkids. It was just just out there. It was just a matter of fact, and she wanted everyone to know exactly where she was in a clear-headed state of mind that this is a decision she's thought about at length and wants carried through. Absolutely. There was no question about it she would talk she talked to her friends about it um i don't think there was any, anyone who knew her um even slightly well that wouldn't have known she was abundantly clear um and she and then she did carry out her plan and and of course towards the end as 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 um it was more and more clear that the symptoms of her dementia were were increasing you know, we weren't clear that she would be able to, right? We thought there could be that day that she woke up and didn't remember the plan or or didn't remember how to do it, and we couldn't help her. Yeah, because it's illegal. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's illegal, yeah. So you're stuck, and so you, your mother was really so forced just, into a we, She corner. just had to, so she had to do it early. She <laughs> had to do it early. And, of course, the, the current, the new legislation that, that was just um, drafted and, and revealed this morning um, doesn't change that. Anyone in my mom's situation would still have to, A, acquire um, if the Nemutel or whatever they were going to take, they'd have to acquire it illeg- illegally. I mean, my mom must have broke the law, presumably, presumably in getting the drugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they would, um, they would have to carry it out while they could still... Remember, they, they have not been given the option of ha- having a docu- document that they prepare while they're of sound mind speak for them later on when they're not as strong in their thinking. We're talking with Sarah Bennett-Fox, whose mother, Jillian, took her life two years ago after being diagnosed with dementia. 
Sarah, the draft legislation today leaves out the right to advance requests, and that would have been something that your mother would have wanted. Is this now leaving families like yours with the only option of taking their fight to court? Um, That could be one way it goes, or maybe there will be an organization that does it sort of on behalf of all such people. Or what I really, really hope is that a discussion um, happens over the next month or so is that the legislators see that this is actually un- it's really grossly unfair, it's cruel, um, and, 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 and that they will change it. They don't have this draft. That's what draft means. It means it can be changed. And, and I'm really hoping that, um, that kindness and common sense, which are great Canadian virtues, that, that they will prevail. So, Sarah, I'm going to ask you something that's a, a very personal question. Did your mother, mm-hmm. Jillian, then, when she decided to take her life, did she have to die alone? Um, no, she wasn't alone. My dad was with her. He sat beside her, but he couldn't, he couldn't um, help her. So mm-hmm. she, she decided at the end she, she decided she wanted to die outside on their pro- in their property. It was August of 2014. So she took a little mattress out there she dragged it out herself mm. and um and then uh, about 11 o'clock um she she mixed um the nembutal and uh and drank it and lay down and my dad was my dad was with her through through that uh my brother my brother guy and i were not with with her We'd, we'd spent the weekend with mum and dad that, um, just before, and we knew it was the last weekend because she was clear about that. So, Sarah, this draft lets people like your mother and people that are going to be in her situation in the future down. Yeah. I mean, my mum, the, the laws were such that my mum knew what she had to do, and she did it. I'm also very concerned about people who don't have the resources, um, the financial resources, to um, the family support, maybe, maybe just even living in a community where things like this can be talked about. I mean, my mom was was uh, quite an extraordinary person in her strength, and many people aren't. And even if they wanted to end their life to to um, to prevent the vegetative fog of dementia, they wouldn't they wouldn't wouldn't know how to go about it. Um, so I I mean I I don't feel sad I'm gonna feel sad that I don't have my mom. But my mom had a great life. She died at eighty three. She died the way she wanted to and she died absolutely peacefully. I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. But I want to say one other thing. I don't think it's just the dementia and the stroke um, patients who are are going to be negatively affected because I was thinking, um, well, for example, I get blistering migraines every now and then. Mm-hmm. And um, when I have one, I don't regard myself as clear thinking. I'm in so much pain. I'm so sick and I'm in so much pain for that day. I, I wouldn't really suppose in a way I'm mentally competent on that day. I can't do anything. And that's just a physical something that's gone gone wrong for that day. Well, there were lots of physical 
ailments and illnesses that cause people blistering pain and make them sick as a dog. So are we going to now start saying, well, you with your with your pancreatic cancer, you're now in such pain, actually. No, no, we, we decided that your thinking is muddy. So we're not going to let you decide either. Right. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. Just thinking, and then who's making, who's making that decision? Who's making that decision as to who's muddy in their thinking and who's not? What day did I become too muddy in my own thinking to make a, a decision about my, my, my end of life? I don't want people making that decision. Let me speak for myself when I have a sound mind and let my sound-minded decision prevail over my end of life no matter how muddy my thinking. That's simple. That seems to me fair, simple, equitable. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you giving it um, the time, too. Thank you very much. This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.